0: Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats, Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond.
1: Hello and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels Live Hospitality Talk Show. Almost forgot that. Today is Tuesday, which means it's Taco Tuesday somewhere, right? I'm so glad I have the, uh, the roadcaster with me uh, is my partner in crime, so... I can play my music in the background. I can do my intro with Miss Cheryl Rogers, who helped me out so many years ago doing this thing. So, thank you so much for joining us. I said that already, but thank you again for joining show number 120. We got a lot to do, we got a lot to talk about. Today is Tuesday, August 17th. Guess what? I just got off the plane. I mean, I just got off the plane literally uh, within the last hour. So, that's why the show is a little late today. Normally, it is at 1 o'clock PST, but guess what? As the. um, As they always say, you know, the show still goes on regardless. So I knew I was going to do the show, but I didn't know the plane was going to be a little bit delayed. I knew I was going to be late on the show. But, um, you know, when you put your faith in all the the planes getting their own time, you know, they always let you down. So but there you go. But uh, but that is not going to stop us from doing what we need to do and have the show. So there you go. I just want to make sure I have all my comments. I got my banner running. Um, there's a lot to go. So let's, let's go ahead and talk about it. Uh, let's talk about some, some stuff. So like I said, I just got from Chicago. i mean, Chicago. I just came from Atlanta, the ATL, the A, uh, had a great time, was there for about, was there for five days. So as you guys know, I was in Costa Rica and just got back for a week or a couple of days and then flew off to Atlanta to, um, kind of, experience Atlanta like I've never experienced before. Um, I've been to Atlanta probably 3 or 4 times in the past but uh, didn't see everything or didn't see as much as we saw or didn't do much as we saw this time. So uh it was a great great place to go, great place to to see. It's a di- di- totally different vibe than a West Coast vibe. It's more of a that southern flair, southern vibe if you will. But um but it was good. So but anyway, Let me get into the intro of my show. Um, This is on air with Russell of Hotels. It's show number 120. And what it is, it's a live hospitality hospitality talk show. Just in case you guys are just uh, tuning in for the first time. Um, I'm a former um, director of sales and marketing, former general manager of 14 different hotels in and out of the greater L.A. area. And, um left that and wanted to do something different, wanted to bring something different to the hospitality industry, and that's do a talk show. I'm not saying this is the only hospitality talk show out there, but um, you know, like we all have our own style, we all have our own flavor, so that's basically what it is. Um, uh, We are live on YouTube as well as LinkedIn. So just in case you, you know, you're on LinkedIn or you're on YouTube and you want to check it out later, you can go to either one of those. And I'm live on that. But it will be. Of course, it stays forever. Right. So it doesn't matter if you're listening to a live or listening to a record. Um, it's going to be great. Jim Ferris said heading to Atlanta in October for five days. Good eat recommendations. Well, Jim, you know, um, I'm all about the non-meat eats. Now, this is a comment for people that are on the podcast. Um, these are comments that are coming across my feed. And Jim Ferris, who I went to school with, um, he's asking me for recommendations of food. Now, I will tell you, it's funny you should say that, Jim. I do have a couple things. Um, and But, you know, because I'm talking about it now, I guess I'll say it now. Um, I don't know what kind of food you like. I don't eat meat, so... I'm a plant-based, but there's a couple of different places that I've, I've gone to. Um, What is the one that I wanted to tell? The velvet taco velvet taco is in Buckhead and they have all these different um, say flavors of taco variety of tacos. Mm -hmm. Of course, I didn't, I I get one with no meat. Right. So they had this, um, it was like a Nashville hot, but it had tofu. So it was beer, beer battered, um, which is flour and beer and seasoning. And the um, the um, the sliced tofu was, I guess, kind of dredged in that and then deep fried and then put uh, in a flour tortilla with pickles. OK. And some coleslaw. And you can, of course, I had to put some type of hot sauce. I'm a I'm a fan of sriracha. So I had to do that. But you talking about flavorful, you talking about spicy I would go there because they have they have, you know, they have pork, they have beef, they have chicken. Um, so, I mean, feel free to get those other tacos. But that's what I'd had. And I would recommend that to anybody. So it's in like I said, it's in Buckhead and it's called. What did I call it again? Vel- the Velvet Taco. So there's your recommendation. OK, I'm going to come up. Uh, there's a couple more, but I'm going to get to that when I get to that section. But thank you so much for that comment, See, We welcome comments and um conversations from other people because that that's what makes the show unique is that you know I'm able to field some questions and I'm able to give some recommendations if that's what it is but um thank you so much Jim for that for that question so i mentioned that this is a podcast as well so okay so it's it's live on linkedin it's live on youtube okay but it becomes a podcast. After the show's over, I take this same recording, just the, the audio, and put it over to my uh, to the podcast. So it's on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Overcast, Apple Podcast. So basically wherever you can find your favorite uh, podcast, just Google On Air with Russell of Hotels, and you should be able to find it. So um, connecting people and collaboration, that's what we're all about. I always say hashtag hospitality unplugged, which means... I talk about everything hospitality, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, but it's not one of those shows that wants to put, you know, people out there or blast people. Cause that's not a, what it's all about. If I said, I'm going to put you on blast. I that mean, that's a good thing. I'm promoting your property. So or pr- pr- promoting you, promoting your property, your brand or whatever. So that's what it's all about. So, um, and like I said, I just got off the plane. So normally I have something else on, but I'm sporting my Russell of hotels hat on today. So that's always appropriate, right? So, you know, sometimes you got to be leery, you know, about, you know, how you how you dress when you're on live. But, you know, but that's what makes things different. Right. That's what makes you unique. You know, so don't get caught up in all that. So for people that are thinking about doing one of these live shows or or podcast, that's a live video as well. Just do you don't worry about anything else. OK, so just remember to do you. And I'm missing something here. And I don't know why that's there, but hold on, let me see. Make sure that doesn't. Uh, I don't know why that is there. Uh, comments show up on here. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. And I just heard somebody coming through the garage. So if you see someone walk by, and say, "Oh, I didn't know that w- did you were recording," or I forgot, just uh, kind of forgive me for that. Okay. But once again, I said it's show number 120, Marketing Disruptor. That's what I try to do. I'm a marketing disruptor of the status quo, which means, um, I mean, this show, me doing the show is being a market disruptor. Um, it's one thing I just wanted to grow my brand and, and, and grow the awareness of what who Russell was and who on air with Russell of Hotels was or what we talked about. So that's kind of being a marketing disruptor, okay, because it was something that I was not doing before. Something that was way outside my comfort zone, although I talk in front of people all the time, but being on the show and putting yourself out there that's something totally different right so but that's what I did, and it's okay to be it's it's okay to have flaws it's okay to, to stumble over words it's okay to forget stuff it, you know it's okay right just the the important thing is just do it, okay, like Nike says just do it okay so um so I'm like I said I was back from I did some unique things in, in, in Atlanta, okay? So um, this is something I did as a 16-year-old back in the day, trap and skeet shooting, okay? You guys know what that is? Where you shoot, you have a shotgun, 12-gauge, uh, over and under, um, and you're shooting clay pigeons, okay? So my daughter came up with this idea, like, oh, they have a trap and, and skeet place in the, near where we're going. like, what do you know about trap and skeet? Well, she didn't know a lot, but she knew she wanted to try it. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's that's something I'm familiar with. Let's do it. So I haven't done it since I was like 16 or 17 years old. So had a blast. She had a blast. Uh, Everyone had a blast. I mean, of course, I shot the most or hit the most targets. So that's, but that's, I'm supposed to do that, right? So out of 25, I think I hit 12, 13, something like that, which is, you know, which if, if this was baseball, I'll be, I'll be in the hall of fame. Right. So, uh, <laughs> but it was fun. So it was definitely something that was different. It was called Tom Lowe's shooting grounds and Jack was our instructor. So, you know, I, I took it for, you know, like I had never done this before. Right. Cause I wanted, you know, all the, the, the tips and things like that. And this guy was a, a, a trap and skeet shooting expert. Okay. So, uh, but it was fun. Definitely a lot of fun. If you're ever in Atlanta, want something new and different. Tom Low shooting grounds for trap and skeet shooting. Anyone can go out there. It's a blast. It's fun. It's di- a di- 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 ah, can't speak. diverse group that goes out there. So it was great. It was fun. So I would definitely recommend that as well as, you know, Atlanta birthplace of dr martin luther king jr of course we had to go to uh, the king center the church where he grew up and where he preached um it's a center for social change which is timely because a lot of what's going on today although it's not open i mean we went it was after hours when we were here, we were able to take pictures and things like that so but i'm not sure if it's open during the day because it was it was actually after hours when we went and took the pictures um, but we just walked up and took pictures, and you know, you know, uh, and, and left. And then his childhood childhood home is down the street as well. And I took pictures. If you want, if you're interested in looking at those pictures, you can go to my Instagram page, and you will see those. We checked out some HBCUs. Uh, Tyler Perry has a studio, studio there. Um, went to Buckhead. I mentioned the restaurant we went to, to there. Uh, went to in Buckhead as well as the Krog Street Market which has a lot. It's, it's kind of like L.A.'s, um, what is it called? L.A. Marketplace, downtown marketplace. I think it's what it's called in L.A. Where it's downtown, that it has a lot of different restaurants inside. Um, so went to one of those, had some ice cream, some plant-based ice cream, of course. So am I a destination advocate for Atlanta? Yeah, right now I am. So Atlanta's not paying me to tell, to tell you anything about Atlanta. But um, definitely, um, if you want to get that, Southern vibe go to Atlanta check it out okay industry news oh before i get to industry news okay of course i had to stay at a hotel right but and i hate to say this but the the, the hotel was kind of substandard okay and, and it has nothing to do with the the it's, it was a it was a, I, I'll just say it it was a Fairfield Inn okay i'm not going to tell you which one but it was a Fairfield Inn in Atlanta and it was it was substandard and what i mean by substandard is when they when you when you check in these days, because of COVID, and you may experience this at different hotels, or if you have not experienced because you haven't been to the hotels, I mean, this may be commonplace. So you, you check in, and then they don't clean rooms every day like they used to because of the you know the COVID protocol, which I understand. I knew that going going forward, and I'm okay with that. But when they let you know, like, okay, you can choose a day that you want it clean. Okay, we're only going to clean it one time during your stay. Okay, that's fine. She put it out there. Okay. So I picked Sunday because um, we were there for five days. And I said, so, you know, Sunday would be great. And we'll be out all day, you know, five, six hours. Uh, when we come back, it'll be clean, right? Well, guess what? It wasn't clean. It wasn't, nothing was done. It was trash. I and mean, we had so much trash. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> but nothing was there. No new, no clean towels, nothing. So we had to ask for all that stuff. So, And then there was a a sink problem, a drainage problem. And we mentioned that as well. Uh, and that wasn't addressed either. Uh, and in fact, I ended up doing it myself. So, uh, you know, a question is, when should you when when you are experiencing challenges at the hotel, should you let them know ahead of time or or mean ahead of time? Should you let them know when it happens or should you wait to check out and then just send this, you know, long scathing email or put it on TripAdvisor and things like that? Well, I'm a proponent of I want to I want to get get them give them the chance to make it right. Okay. So that's why you tell them before you check out. Okay. So I let them know that, you know, our room was not clean, you know, and basically we needed clean towels, which they gave me to clean towels. Um, and I just, you know, I just, it's, it's that that former housekeeping manager thing inside me that, you know, I'm just trying to help out. I'm not one to, um, like I said, I'm not trying to bash any hotels or anything like that. But if I give you the opportunity and you and you fail, then that's an issue. okay? But what I did, I took it upon myself. I, I, I was downstairs because I was on my computer and um, just in the, the lobby area. And I said, when I'm done, I'm going to ask for a, you know two bags, one for the dirty towels, one for the, uh, the trash. And I'll do that. I'll take the trash out. I'll put the dirty towels in it and I'll put it next to there. Um, closet, linen closet, which I know they'll have to go there because that's where the carts are, right? And they'll have to go there and retrieve it. So that's what I did. I asked for new towels, clean towels. So they gave us that and I got the bags. I emptied the trash and discarded the dirty towels myself and just, like I said, I just put them out. But, you know, but still, it, it warrants, at this point, I have to send them something to let them know because um, maybe it didn't get to the right person. Maybe the person that I let know was not the person that was going to take care of it. I don't know. Uh, obviously, there's a breakdown in communication, so I need to let them know that there's there's an issue. And not that I'm asking for anything in return, but it's important that you let them know. You let them know when they shine and when they don't shine, okay? When things are great and when things are not great or substandard. So it, this was a substandard stay. We are there for five days. Uh, and it doesn't matter the level of hotel that you stay in. It can be a two-star, three-star, four, or five. If there's issues, you need to let them know immediately and give them a chance to take care of the situation. If they don't take care of the situation, then yes, feel free to <laughs> do whatever you have to do. Um, but, you know, do it professionally. And that's what we'll do. We'll definitely we'll do it professionally. Uh, industry news 2021 Hospitality Power Index, 50 most influential hospitality leaders International Hospitality Institute. Russell L. Edman was one of them. So yeah, your host Russell L. Edman of On Air with Russell of Hotels is one of the 50 most influential hospitality leaders for 2021. So, um, so I, every time I get a chance to mention that, I do and I always want to give myself a, a round of applause. <laughs> so you know, why not? Right. And then just a couple of days ago, this was I was not expecting this one at all. Um, a couple of days ago, I was in Atlanta and I was on, a, you know, on the computer Googling things. I Googled host, hotel podcast. Right. So I came across this. It said 25. Hotel podcasts you must follow in 2021. OK, so I looked at it. And it was 25 podcasts, and I just went through the list right, just to see who you know who was on there. And I recognized the first two or three, uh, Glenn Houseman. Uh, of course, he's like number one. I think he has several shows, but he's number one. And I, I knew that already. I, I said, Glenn Houseman has to be on here, but I didn't know the other ones. And I scroll down to number 11, and guess who number 11 was? On Air with Russell of Hotels is number 11. So we are in the top 25 of Hotel podcasts you must follow in 2021. I just, I, I had to post about it. I had to boast about it. Post and boast. I had to do that. And I, once again, I had to give myself a round of applause. So congratulations to our uh, Air Russell Russell's Hotels for being one of the, you know, top 25 podcasts you must follow in 2021. So thank you very much. And that goes because people like yourself, people that are listening, people that make comments, um, I mean, you make this stuff possible because if I didn't get the comments and, you know, the, the well wishes and the congratulations on this, uh, I don't know if I would do the show. Um, because I, that, that tells me I'm reaching someone and I'll always say you only need to reach one person. Okay. So but thank you so much for that. I don't, like I said, I don't, I can't celebrate that alone. I have to celebrate that with people that support me. So those are the people that listen to the show or watch the show. So thank you so much for your support. Um, business travel companies like Coca-Cola, Google, Amazon have pushed back their return to office dates due to the rise in the Delta variant. So companies were and hotels were counting on this, right? Hotels were counting on this time, this time of year. I mean, we're in August, we're getting close to the fourth quarter, right? Um, of business travel being returned. I mean, that was what people were saying beginning of the year. Oh, business travel will return, you know, third, fourth quarter, blah, 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 blah. Well, um, based on what I'm reading, uh, it's not. Maybe it's going to return in the fourth quarter, late fourth quarter. I don't know. I don't see that happening because now you're talking about the holidays. And normally that's when companies shut down travel, right? So I don't foresee this until well, we got to get rid of this Delta variant. We don't know how serious this is, right, at this point. But sometime mid-next year, 2022, maybe business travel will come back. Even the hotel CEOs, and I'm not going to, I mean, these are the top CEOs, Hyatt, Marriott, um, Hilton, IHG. um, They're optimistic that things will return sooner than 2022, but a couple of them have admitted that things are uncertain. So when they're uncertain, then... You know, what are the businesses doing? My question would be, why do we always ask the hotel people? Why don't we ask the business people? Because they're the ones that dictate when they're going to start traveling, not the hotel people. Right. So we need to be talking to the the Coca-Colas, the Google or listening to them. Right. The Coca-Colas, the Google, the Amazons and ask them because, like I said, they've already pushed their dates back. Well, when do they think they're going to you know, start mandating travel again? So that's a question for them. We always want to throw it on the hotel people. Well, they don't control what businesses do, right? So let's just listen to them and see what they have to say. Even the analysts like um, uh, Deloitte, you know, Deloitte and Touche, you know, they do analysts for, they do numbers and, and, you know, percentages to see exactly when people are going to come back and, you know, what percentage is traveling and all that kind of stuff. So they basically said, Corporate travel is estimated at below pre-pandemic levels. Okay, so 19, 2019, those numbers will be lower than that. And, you know, some of the CEOs for hotels were saying it's going to be higher than that. So but the experts say or at least the analysts are saying, no, it's going to be lower than 219. And of course, we we can see that now. So that's what's happening. Um, Michelle Carlin, thank you so much. She says, congrats on the 11th position for Hotel Podcast. I appreciate you, Michelle. See, Michelle is one of those that have have, have supported me from day one, and I appreciate that. So when I thank people for that, I'm thanking people like Michelle Carlin because Michelle Carlin was there when I first started. She's giving me advice, not just on the show, but as far as my website, my business, and all that kind of stuff. So, And she's a heck of a business coach in her own right, so make sure you guys check out Michelle Carlin and alignmentadvising.com dot com. That is her um, her company alignment. Like she puts your you know, like you, you go to a chiropractor to get your back aligned or you go to Michelle Carlin and alignment advising to get your business in line. And guess what? She didn't pay me for that, right? I'm an advocate of, <laughs> of alignment advising and Michelle Carlin. She didn't pay me to say that. But, you know, when, like I said, when people support you, you are more likely to support people. So I appreciate that, Michelle. And guess what? She's a Cal Poly alum. So I have to. I don't have a choice. I mean, it's, it's written somewhere that, you know, when Cal Poly people do things for you, you have to, you know, you have to talk about them all the time. So. You're more than welcome, Michelle. (laughs) Want to increase your social media engagement? Um, Use IG Reels or do a live podcast. Okay, so a a live broadcast, not a podcast or do a podcast as well. So I'm not in IG jail anymore. So you guys remember a couple weeks ago I was in Instagram jail where they banned me because I was doing I did something that I didn't know that I did. But you know what, I, I, I take responsibility and we move on. So I'm not in IG jail anymore. So any music that I'm playing, like I said, I didn't know what I was playing music, but it can be background music from what I understand. So there's background music playing on a video that I had put on Instagram and I got dinged for that. And they just basically didn't give me a warning. They just said, boop, you're done for like six or seven days. So make sure if you have background music, you at least put, I do not own the rights of this music. And that's what I did. And it was funny. I did one just the other day, a video the other day, and it had some background music, but it was very faint. You couldn't even hear it. It There's more people talking, but I said, you know what? I don't want to get banned anymore. So I just did that. So make sure you put a disclaimer if you don't own the music. Okay. So there you go. Um, But in order to increase your social media engagement, Yes, you need to do IG reels, live broadcast, and that's not just on there, but, um, wait a minute, hold on one second. Michelle made a comment. Love your point about let's ask the corporations about what they see happening in the in the business travel aspect. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I said, we can come up with our own assessment of what we think is going on, but until we get with these corporations, these CEOs of the corporation, we don't know. We're just basically you know, guessing, flipping a coin, we might as well flip a coin. Oh yeah, well, they're going to come back on this day, you know, because it was heads. No, let's just make sure we're in conversation. And I'm sure we are. It's just, maybe we're not privy to this information, but I always look at, you know, meetings, you know, cause I'm heavily involved in, you know, meetings, corporate meetings, planning corporate meetings and things like that. And I always ask, well, is your corporation, are they traveling again? You know, that way I can come on the show and say, Hey, you know, companies are starting to travel, or they're not, or they're being a little bit more hesitant uh, because of this this new variant that's come up that, that, that has arised, right? So, you know, this is gonna affect things that we were put, that have been put in place. So there's no way of not saying that it's not gonna affect us. It has to, right? So but we have to talk to the corporate people to ask them what's going on. We just can't get information from our hotel people because of course we wanted to come back. Yeah, so we're gonna say everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, it's coming back. You know, because guess what? We have stockholders or they have stockholders. If you didn't tell them that would they buy your stock, they'll sell your stock, sell their stock. So come on. Let's think about that. But anyway, let me get off that soapbox. But thank you so much, Michelle, for the comment. I do appreciate that. So make sure if you want to increase your social media engagement, which I always say you should because I'm a proponent of social media all platforms. I just want you to do something. Um, use IG Reels. Do a live broadcast. Who's hiring? You know what? I didn't even do my research today, so I don't know who's hiring. So we'll have to table that till next week. Um, is your hotel open or did you go back to work? Create some content. Um, create content You know, let people know that you're there. And I have an example of what someone did the other day. Um, and I wish I had put this on video, but I didn't have time to do that. So I can actually show you that. But the power for the last couple of weeks, I've been talking, talking about or discussing the power of content and how powerful your content can be and how many people it can reach if you do it right. Well, the other day, um, uh, before I say that use social media consistently to get your message out, whatever your product or service is, stay relevant. And it should be, it should be a huge part of your marketing strategy. So the other day I was looking, this was a couple of days ago, I was looking at, I think it was on Instagram and I see the Hyatt LAX, which for people that don't know, I used to work at that property, well, the building, it was not branded a Hyatt at that time. It was branded a Radisson. So it was a Radisson, it was called the Radisson LAX. So, but it's the same building, right? Um, so, I was actually the director of sales and marketing there for a couple of years. So, that same property, which is now a Hyatt LAX, they posted something the other day. It's, um, they used the content to introduce a new team member, a new salesperson. And that person's name was Miss Tanya Spencer, Miss Tanya Spencer Walker. She's a sales operations manager. So, she was the one, it was on their page, but she was the one that basically introduced herself. My name is Tanya Spencer Walker. I'm a new sales operations manager at the Hyatt. I'm here to assist you. I love working with clients, blah, 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 blah. Boom. I was like, where'd they get that from? Why, why is no one else doing that? That's what I'm talking about. Every week I mention that the power of content is, is, is real, right? The power of content is real. And if you do it right, you get so much traction on that. And for them to do that, I, I mean, I congratulated them. I said, thank you for doing this because that's something mo- I said, you guys set the lead, set the bar. Other hotels need to follow that strategy as well. So if you have new people there, um, maybe you came back to work, you have a new job. What is wrong with posting things like that so you know who you're dealing with? So if I have a sales issue or if I want to bring a group I know Ms. Tanya Spencer Walker is the sales operations manager. Maybe I'll contact her. At least I have, I have someone now that I can talk to, right? So those are the things that, that make things easy for Joe Consumer or Russell of Hotels, right, to find out who is in charge of that particular area, that department, or whatever. So we need to do more of that. We, don't, we, we have all these tools, and it don't cost us anything to do it. Okay, we can do this on LinkedIn, we can do it on Instagram, we do it on Twitter, we can do it on Facebook, we do it on YouTube. We have all these, do you want to do a TikTok video? You can do that as well. So we have all these um, platforms to use it, but we don't use it. We do not use social media like we should. But guess what? The Hyatt Regency LAX, they're doing it. So Hyatt LAX, Hyatt Regency LAX, good job. Thank you so much. And congratulations to Miss Tanya Spencer Walker, who is the new sales operations manager there. So see, see what happens. They do some good stuff and they get, they get me talking about it. Right. And that's and I don't soon forget about stuff like that. Non-meat eats. Now for everyone that knows me, they know I'm all about the non-meat eats and I'll let you know where I ate. I was in Atlanta and I just mentioned one earlier. So I'm going to go through them again. Non-meat eats. I went to, and I'm just going to give you a couple of restaurants that I went to bowl and I thought Bole, Boley bowl, B O L E Ethiopian restaurant in college park, which is right outside of Atlanta. <clears throat> they had this and check my Instagram page. Cause I posted this and most Ethiopian places for the most part are vegetarian. Some of them are vegan, right? They have the vegan options, right? So I always get the, and I can't think of the name of it, but it comes with probably five or six different vegan dishes on there. And you, you know, in Ethiopian restaurants, you eat with injera, which is this kind of spongy bread and you eat with your hands, right? So you, there's no forks, there's no utensils. You use the injera. So you pull the injera, it's all rolled up and it comes a little basket. You roll it, tear it, you, you know, grab it with your fingers and you eat it. Right. And it's, it's the best experience it's not only the best food, but the experience is something else. Especially, you know, you with friends, you with family. Like even if you're by yourself, I would do it by myself. Okay. So but Bole Ethiopian restaurant in College Park. This one, the Slutty Vegan. Now I had heard about the Slutty Vegan forever, right? Because what are they on? They're on Instagram. And I follow them. So I said, I have to go to the Slutty the Slutty Vegan. So I went there. The food was on point, off the chain, whatever you want to do. I whatever you want to say. I got this, I can't think of the name of it was basically the their rendition of a Philly cheesesteak. But it was spicy and it's non-meat eats, meaning it's all vegan, it's all plant-based, right? But it had vegan cheese, it had the um um like sliced thinly sliced beef, but of course it's not beef. It was on point. So slutty vegan the Velvet Taco, which I um, recommended to Jim Ferris, which is in Buckhead. Go to the Croc Street Market, which has a plethora of restaurants inside. They have bars if you want to drink. They have they have sushi. They had Ethiopian. They had Indian. They had ice cream, and I got some ice cream there. Ice cream and, and plant based ice cream as well, or dairy free, however you want to say it. But they had they had so many different things. So. You know those are places that I definitely would recommend. So if you're ever in Atlanta, Bola Ethiopian Restaurant, The Slutty Vegan, Velvet Taco, um, Cross Street Market. Okay, those are those are places I'm throwing out there for you. Um, let's see what else, what else, what else. Hotels. Are you being consistent with your content or messaging? Keep us up to date. What does that mean? Are we sending out messages of our protocols now that? Protocols may be of change in some areas, like in Atlanta. Okay, there's still, you still have to wear a face mask wherever you go. I mean, not wherever you go, but if you're inside public place, on the plane, in the airport, it's mandated that you wear a mask. Okay, regardless if you're vaccinated or not, wear a mask. That's what they're asking you to do. So, Atlanta, the greater Atlanta area, is no different. if you're outside, then of course you don't have to wear a mask. So when we were doing our you know, trap and skeet shooting, you didn't have to have a mask on, okay, unless you were in close quarters with someone. But and you have to do that. But everybody follow the rules, and it makes for a better experience when you follow the rules. The hotel we stayed in, that you, you walked in without a mask, they didn't have a problem with saying, hey, could you make sure, sir, could you make sure you put your mask on? Oh, I forgot. My bad. You know, and that's it. You keep it moving. It's not the end of the world, okay? It's like some people are like, oh, my God, they're making us do this. Oh. <sighs> oh, boy. But anyway, so be consistent with that. So if that's your protocol, make sure on your website it's consistent, right? So you don't want people checking in and no one's wearing a mask, but on your your uh, website it said that you needed to wear a mask, okay? So just whatever it is, if it's saying that don't wear a mask, then don't wear the mask, okay? But... Follow those protocols, whatever it says on the website. Be consistent. You don't want people checking in and, you know, it's, it's conflicting messages. So but here in L.A., you guys know that you have to L.A. County, you're, you know, regardless if you're vaccinated or not, they are requiring you to wear a mask. So contact information. How do you get a hold of this rustle of hotels? Um, email is the best way. Russell at Russell of is my email. I'm on Twitter, Russell of hotels, Instagram, Russell of hotels, LinkedIn. I have two of those LinkedIn pages, Russell L Edmond, as well as Russell of hotels is my business page, Facebook. I have two of those as well. Russell of hotels and then uh, Russell L Edmond and then YouTube. <clears throat> Excuse me. I didn't bring my water with me. I'm a little parched, but that's okay. We're going to get through it. Um, did you see that? My microphone fell and almost knocked me out. <laughs> but that's okay. We have we have challenges. Hopefully, that doesn't distort. Hold on one second. For the people that are listening, I my microphone fell and I'm just adjusting it and and it's not wanting it's not working for me. So I'm gonna have to hold it. I think. Yeah, let me just hold it. That's okay. Let me just hold it right there. So, okay. Um, But the best way to get a hold of me is um, Russell at Russell of Hotels is my um, .com is my email address. I have a website, which is Russellofhotels.com. Any information you want to find out about how to be on the show, what you need to do, contact me. We can talk and then you can come on the show. Um, I'm all about, like I said, it's all about Getting people on and talking about their experiences, where they come from, um, what they're trying to do, where they're heading, whatever that is. So that's what we try to do and how you can help and how you can help people out. You know, what, what, what does your brand stand for? Is, is it a hotel brand? Is it travel related brand? You know, we, we, we do try to limit it to hospitality professionals, right? Restaurant, uh, CVVs, hotels, whatever. Um, influencers. You know, I get a lot of travel influencers that I talk to that come on the show as well. So let me know. Um, get your message out to the right people. Come on the show. You, what about your special promos? What about is your hotel opening or reopening? Or you have new people coming in? Why not talk about that? You can come on the show and talk about that. Grand reopening of your restaurant. Announce your new business. So just reach out to to me at Russell at RussellofHotels.com and we'll go from there. Um, what is the Russell of hotels group? I already let you know that I do it has to do with branding, digital marketing via social media, help build your presence, help you stay relevant. I mean, that's one thing that um, we don't do enough of that. We don't stay, we're not, we're not keeping relevant, especially during these times. Now we need to make sure that we are up front and in people's faces. And that's via social media. I'm not saying face to face because guess what? Face to face, is, is, is Are we doing face-to-face um, selling right now? I mean, I, I know there's a couple, and I saw this NPI, Southern, Southern California chapter. They had a, an event a couple days ago, or maybe it was just yesterday, maybe two days ago, um, at the Terranea Resort, beautiful resort, and it had to do like family reunion. It was like, you know, people getting back together after, you know, being a long time apart because of COVID. So they had, you know, these events. So, but are a lot of those happening, you know, not a lot of those are happening. So what's the best way to reach people to let people know that you're there other than doing sales calls or or these events that don't happen all the time. Right. Although that was a great event from what I understand, because I know a couple couple people that did attend, it was well attended, but what happens in the interim before those events, We need to do things. You need to have more of a social media presence. So that's all I am saying. Um, Let's see. Where am I? I don't need that. Um, Yeah. Collaboration and connecting to people. Yeah, we do that. And we want to point people in the right direction, whatever that is. So any questions or anything, I get questions and comments from people all the time, you know, offline that, you know, people want to know how to start a podcast Or how did I start my podcast or why did I start my podcast or what equipment did I use? I mean, those are things that please, I mean, ask me those questions because that's that's what it's all about. I mean, I want people to there's there's more space for everyone out here to do podcast, do lives. Um, If you don't want to be, you know, as extensive as a podcast, just do lives, do little five, 10 minute lives, 30 minute lives, however you want to do it. Do it on live on Instagram. Do it live on. Um, you do YouTube. They have YouTube Shorts. They have YouTube Live. They have TikToks. They you do it on Facebook. You can do it on Instagram. I mean um, LinkedIn as well. So I just welcome everyone to do it because I think these platforms have the have these well they have these platforms for a reason because they want people to create content. Okay, because there's content out there that people want to hear. So, there's not, people think, well, there's too many podcasts already. No, there's not, because all the podcasts are not on one subject. They're on many different subjects, right? So, as many subjects as you can think of, there needs to be a podcast. And it's okay to have multiple ones in the same genre. I mean, it's okay to have multiple hospitality podcasts or hotel related podcasts because we all have different ideas of hospitality or different things or different ways we do things in the hotel industry. That's just it, you know, marketing or maybe the way I say things resonates more with some people. And then the way someone else says things resonates more with them because we all have our own different network of people. But um, just because you think there's a lot of the space is already crowded. Doesn't mean you can't come up with your own thing and have your own vibe going. So I would welcome anyone to call me, to email me, DM me or whatever, and ask me questions about how I got started. <clears throat> why I think it's important that we, we have a voice? Um, just, just ask me I, anything, whatever. Okay. I always ask these four different questions. Number one, how is your professional or personal brand staying relevant? Muy importante. Okay. Number two, knowing what you know now, is there anything that you're doing differently? That means during this whole COVID thing or now the variant thing. What are you doing now that's that's making you do things differently? What have you learned that's making you do things differently? Have you connected with anyone lately? And I normally say, have you connected with anyone new? But what about old people? I mean, not old people, people that you've known for a while (laughs) and you lost touch with them. You know, what about those people? Have you reached out to them and connected with them to make sure they're okay? You know, are they still in the hospitality space? Are they doing other things? You know, follow up with people. And then number four, what has this situation taught you? What have you learned during this whole COVID thing? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Go back to school. Um, Start a podcast. (laughs) I mean, what have you learned? What has it taught you? So just remember those things. Uh, We need more social media presence. Uh, we need to do more lives. I just mentioned that a little while ago. Podcasts is not a crowded space. We need more people doing podcasts. Brand advocates. We need brand advocates, especially hotels and restaurants. You need brand advocates. You need people that will talk about your brand. They'll email. They'll they'll mention it to their friends and family all because they like your brand, not because someone's paying them. OK, that's the most genuine thing that you can get. OK, a brand advocate. So hotels When you have those people, those um, frequent stay people, you know, um, Marriott Rewards, Hilton Honors, Hyatt, whatever, uh, IHG. I can't think of the name of all the programs, but those people, there's people within those programs that will talk about your hotel brand because they love staying there. Okay, Those are the people that you want. Or what about your employees that love? They've been there forever, right? Because they love your hotel. What about those people? Those are people you need to put on blast. And then blast is not a bad thing at this point It's basically putting in up front and people can see them like, Oh, okay. So-and-so works for so-and-so company. First of all, I didn't know he worked there and man, he seems so happy. You know, maybe we'll plan a trip there. I'm just making stuff up, but it does happen like that. Right? So we need to do whatever we need to do to, because Especially during this time now, we need to differentiate ourselves from the competition. We always had to do that, right? But I think more so now. This is the time when the slate is even, okay? Everybody's suffering. No one's doing that well, okay? But for the business that is coming in, we need to get that business, right? We need to get our piece of the pie. Right. Just like, you know, star reports and things like that. We need to get our piece of the pie. Right. And we need to own our piece, our pie, 100 percent of that. But we need to take share of someone else's pie. And the people that, you know, director of sales, general managers, people that are familiar with the star report, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Or they people that even know what a star report is. um, Smith Travel Research Report. It's basically a report card for hotels. You get it on a daily basis. You get it on a weekly basis. Get it on a monthly basis, quarterly, annual, whatever basis you want. You set up the parameters, but people look at that. They may not be looking at it as much now because of everybody's in the same boat as far as COVID is concerned. But guess what? Owners are looking at it. They're going to be looking at it soon, um, and you're only going to get away with not looking at it for a little while longer. But then they're going to be saying, "Okay, now that this COVID thing is in our rearview mirror." Let's look at the star report. So we want to make sure we're taking the competition. We want to take sure, make sure we're taking business from the competition. And the star report shows that. I'm just rambling on stuff, right? But <clears throat> it's important. So I was in the show with this. Yeah, we're coming to the end, right? So I was in the show with this. The four Ps. This is Russell of Hotels four Ps. Number one is purpose. Know why you do what you do. Number two, people, be a leader, but being an inclusive leader. Number three, passion, either you have it or you don't. You can't fake it. You can't fake the funk, okay? So either you have passion or you don't. Number four, perseverance, be consistent, continue to evolve, don't give up, and swerve when you need to. Uh, leaders need to have more empathy during these times, be more inclusive with your team, Uh, Use this time to develop yourself, separate yourself from the pack, learn something new, invest in yourself and always, always stay relevant. Focus on what you can control. The other crap you can't if you can't control it, don't worry about it. Your brand is your culture. Leadership dictates where your company will go. And that's 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 about it. But I just want to make sure I want to remind everybody that next week, I have a guest next week. I have Miss Nicole Hankton. She's the Director of Sales and Marketing at Visit Walnut Creek. Um, for anyone that has listened to me in the last, I don't know, month or so, um, I have praised this Miss Nicole Hankton because she took Walnut Creek, from, I don't say from nothing, but because of her social media presence, people know, and her social media presence, and that she travels a lot, and goes to these trade shows. In fact, she was at the NPI trade show a couple of days ago at the Terrania Resort. Okay, I didn't know that, but I saw... I mean, I wasn't there to see her, but I saw it on social media. So if you can't be at an event, why not follow you know people on social media? Why not follow these organizations on social media? Then that way you know what you did miss out on and who was there. So she was there and she posted something and... That's what it's all about. So she gets it, right? So she gets this, okay, in order for me to put Walnut Creek on this map um, as a destination, I need to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to make sure I put it on blast or put it up front, okay? So she's right on point with her social media presence. So we want her on the show, so we're going to talk about some of those things. We're going to talk about Walnut Creek, what's going on there, where is Walnut Creek, Um you know, groups, how many hotels they have. We're going to talk about all that stuff. So how she got in the hospitality industry. I mean, I've known her. I've known of her for maybe a couple of years. In fact, I met her. I can tell you exactly where I met her. It was at the Hyatt Long Beach and it was at an event. It may have been smart meetings, if I'm not mistaken, smart meetings in Long Beach. And that was right before they closed everything down. So that was in March of 2020. What is this? What are we in now? 2021. So it had to be March of 2020. Right. So it's been over a year. So that's where I met her. And she wasn't a director sales then, but she quickly rose to the director sales ranks because obviously she was doing things that promoted that destination like none other person. No other person was doing. So I look forward to having Miss Nicole Hankton on the show next week. Visit Walnut Creek. And I think that's about it. Let me just go through my notes and make sure. You know, I had so much other stuff. I because of this, um, the new tool, the new equipment that I have for um, to do the show. The roadcaster has all these buttons, but I can't get to all the buttons now. Okay, but we will in the next. Several weeks expose you to some things That I haven't exposed you to before Eric Gibson thank you so much Eric Gibson for people that are Listening on the podcast He says good show Russell And I, I have to say thank you Eric I appreciate that <laughs> Can I give myself Another round of applause Eric Thank you so much I, I appreciate that You're too kind Eric you're too kind But no thank you so much For uh, the comments I, I appreciate Everybody that chimed in, um, starting with um, Jimmy Ferris, who I went to high school with back in the day, Palo Verde High School. Um, Michelle Carlin, who's with, um, oh my gosh, oh um, alignment advising. Gosh, why can't I, I can I? It's like a tongue twister. Alignment advising. Alignment advising. Yeah, right. Anyway, Michelle Carlin with alignment advising. Eric Gibson. Um, who is a friend, and she's uh, he's a husband of another good friend of mine. Eric, I mean Eric, um, Natalie Finzi, who's a director of sales and marketing at the Monrovia Courtyard. Okay, in fact, Natalie used to be my director of sales and marketing when I was a GM at the um, um, what's it, Sportsman's Lodge in Studio City. So that's how I know them. So Eric has been a long time. Uh, Supporter of the show, and I do appreciate that. So, but anyway, I can say I can ramble all day, but I'm uh, at 52 minutes and 15 seconds, and I think I'm done. So, you guys have a great day. It's Taco Tuesday. Have some tacos today. I don't know what kind of tacos I'm going to make today, but I'm going to do something. It's going to be interesting, and I'll let you know next week. But anyway, until then, next week on the 24th, we're going to have Miss Michelle, um, I'm sorry, Miss Nicole Hankton, Director of Sales and Marketing. At the Visit Walnut Creek CVB. Um, We're going to talk about our destination. So until then, we'll see you. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success. Rather, become a person of great value.